You okay, Miss Kay? Yeah, all good. Hi, this message is for Hillary Kish. I'm calling from Dr. Morton's office. I wanted to go ahead and get you scheduled for your... Oh. Sarah, hi. Are you okay, Miss Kay? Yeah, I, I just said I was. Oh, I didn't hear you. I wanted to come check myself. You're really moving slow out here. Am I? Uh-huh. Father Ed goes faster than you. No offense. Guess I have to work on my pace. Can I walk with you? Sure. What are you listening to? I mean, what were you listening to? Oh, just nothing. Okay, because you really shouldn't have your phone at prayer group. Oh, I'm sorry. But if it was really important, that's okay. Was it important? No, no. I was uh, in the middle of a podcast. Oh, so I guess it wasn't very important. Miss Kay, can I call you that, Miss Kay? Uh, I've been wanting to check in with you, you know, as an official member of the welcoming committee. No complaints yet. <laughs> well, you will. Not about Immaculate Conception, no. But between you and me, there is much to be desired with the student body. I don't know how you teachers all do it. All of those hippie names you have to remember, Bailey, Harper, Cameron with a K, how's anyone supposed to tell them apart? And they all just add nonsense to their uniforms because they think it makes them stand out, but then they all end up looking the same anyway. I don't know how you put up with it. Oh, everyone looked okay to me. Gosh, I need to learn how to zip my lips. My mom says that when you have unfriendly thoughts to just close your lips and swallow. Hmm, that's very good advice. Advice I need to listen to. It sounds like you have a nice relationship with your mom. It does? Sure. I've heard you talk about her quite a bit. Have you heard anyone else talk about her? Your mother? I don't think so. Because it's okay if you have. I know everybody does, and you're going to hear about her eventually. Well, if you ever want to talk about it. Miss Kay, I appreciate what you're trying to do, but I'm not all touchy-feely like other kids, so... With all due respect, no. I don't want to talk about my cuckoo banana's mother. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Hey, can I tell you something? Hmm? I feel like things have been different since you started working here. Like, the spirit can really breathe. When Mrs. Sullivan was here, something was off. It was the air or the light or something. I always felt like I was drowning in her classroom or like someone had their hands wrapped around my neck. But this feels better. Cool. I've been thinking a lot about what you said. Bloom where you're planted and all that. Wanting to be a pillar of the community. I said that? Mm-hmm. And it's so inspiring. It's intimidating to come into a place as tight-knit as this and then have to be perfect. I don't think I have to be perfect. Do you? Well, you know what I mean. There's just certain moral standards. I'm only human, Sarah. Surely you believe in forgiveness. I do. Only when it's earned, I guess. Miss Kay, this is probably a good time to also tell you that you might hear some stories about me, too. I think they're all just jealous. My mom says that jealousy is a disease. A heart at peace gives life to the body, but envy rots the bones. That's Proverbs. What are they jealous of? I'm not afraid to be who I am. I haven't heard anything about you. 
Well, you will. Are you feeling better, Miss Kay? Yeah, sure. Good. I'll let you get back to your podcast now. And don't forget to offer up your prayer. Hey, you the new teacher? Yeah, I'm Hillary. I teach English in Mrs. Sullivan's old room. I know. Brian Cianchetti, religious studies. So you're Brian. You've heard of me. Makes sense. I've been here, what, 10, 12 years? And I am an alum, so if you have any questions, I'm probably the best person to ask. That's a lot of time to be in one place. I was getting my master's for a few years there. Yeah, bachelor's in religious studies, master's of education, and of course, immaculate conception class of 01. I'm actually going to be the new dean of students, so you might see less of me in the old teacher's lounge. Well, the board is still deciding, but it's practically in the bag. You know, when I was in college, I You was... knew in town? You gotta check out Rizzo's. It's this great pizza joint on the north side. It's wild. They actually still have my homecoming picture up on the wall. We should go for lunch sometime. Mmm. Oh my god, Hillary, you're here. I keep missing you. Do you two know each other? This is my cousin. Remember? I told you I put her up for the job. Like, the million other things I tell you, but you forget. <laughs> I didn't forget. Hillary, of course. We were just getting acquainted. Don't worry. She knows about you. About me? You. Us. Oh. I'm a good secret keeper. Promise. How's it going? We haven't had a chance to talk yet. Good. Kids are really engaged, asking lots of questions. They want to learn. You don't have to bullshit. I'm not. It's okay. No one likes school. <laughs> That's pretty cynical, coming from a teacher and all. This is a cynical place. Look around. Cynicism everywhere. <laughs> That's because it's rubbing off of you, Call. Hillary, meet Brian. He's one of those annoying people who actually likes his job. Maybe you should find a job you like. Sounds crazy, but lots of people do it with great success. Well, I guess there's a difference between knowing you need a change and actually making a change, which reminds me. Call them today. Seriously. They're called Taylor and Taylor. They specialize in divorce. I even wrote the number down for you on a bright orange post-it. So you can't lose it this time. I had a nice conversation with a student this morning. Which one? Uh, that Sarah girl? Still can't remember her last name. Ugh, stalker Sarah. <laughs> oh, Sarah. Sure, you'll remember her name soon enough. She's all about FaceTime. Thinks it gets her closer to God. She asked if I heard anything about her yet. And you said, yes, I hear you are a militant, fun-sucking nightmare. I mean, is she? She can be a bit much for most. I mean, I handle her just fine, but maybe you should avoid her for right now. Is that really an option? That's what I do. If you don't have her in class, don't look at her. If you do have her in class, do the minimum. She'll get you fired if she catches you misbehaving. That's not true. I'm the faculty advisor of some of her clubs, and she's very manageable. Don't listen to him. She sucks. She does suck, but she's also manageable. Hillary, the most important thing to remember is that you're the adult. And no matter how shitty and entitled and stupid these kids get, which they do, by the way, you're in charge. And they act that way because they don't know any better. They're screaming for attention. They're pushing buttons, trying to figure out our boundaries. But in being there for them, 
I'm also able to control the situation. I have Sarah down to a science. Yeah. Okay. What? You think you have boundaries. It's cute. I have boundaries. You have some platitudes stacked on top of each other, underneath the trench coat, trying to pass as boundaries. Hillary, this is what happens when you never leave the classroom and you actively avoid the students that make up the community. You turn into your cousin. And this is what happens when you encourage kids to eat lunch in your room and give you senior portraits to hang on your wall. You turn into Brian. Is that not allowed? It's allowed. It's just... never mind. No. Go ahead. Tell us what you think you're not already saying. It's the desperation thing. There it is. I think both of your approaches sound great. I mean, I wouldn't necessarily say my approach is better. She didn't say that at all. Look, Hillary, just promise me one thing. Keep your private life to yourself. <laughs> Do the kids really care about our private lives? They're teenagers. They're self-centered. They are obsessed with our private lives. Really? Yeah, which is why I say, let them in. At least you have some control over what they do and don't know. And I say it's a slippery slope. I don't see it that way. Your students make cards for your kids' birthdays. But I'm in control. I initiate that. I give them the impression they're behind the steering wheel, but they're not. You have to be involved if you want to protect yourself. Well, guess I need to be more involved then. Hey, don't worry about... Your situation. Uh... Don't worry. I know. I'm a good secret keeper, too. Oh. Great. He's not gonna tell anyone. But apparently you will. You can trust me. Seriously. Your pregnancy is safe with me. Shh. I just really think this is something that can't get out until I know how I'm handling it. Wait, shh. It's the wind. Old building. You'll get used to it. No, no, I heard it, too. It's at the door. No one out here. That's what you think. So paranoid. What? You don't believe me? This building has ears. I told you that. It was nothing. Still, a little more discretion moving forward, yeah? Sure. I can't have people overhearing this. Or knowing at all. Totally. And if you're not keeping it, then I can give you the info for my doctor. My procedure was fine, all things considered. Yeah, really fast. Minimal pain. I mean, there was pain. I thought you said it was minimal. Yeah, in comparison to, like, having a baby, I assume. I felt awful. You you know that. I was in pain, too. Were you? Did it hurt so bad that you couldn't take me? That I had to call Anne for a ride? I said I was sorry. My kid had a soccer game. How traumatizing for you. Shh! Please. You really freaked me out. Stop talking about it. Sorry. I'm just being careful. Like he said, I'm paranoid. Yeah, calls being overdramatic. No one's out there. Good. Okay. Are you okay? Yeah. A little nauseous, actually. The nausea will go away soon. Gina was pretty sick with both of our kids, but second trimester, poof, like magic, gone. Gone. Right. Oh my gosh! Holy moly!
Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Father Ed, I have to talk to you. It better be a confession. Seriously? Fine. Bless me, Father, for I have sinned. It has been three days since my last confession. I would like to confess to hearing that certain teachers in the school are pregnant out of wedlock. Oh, goodness. Not this again. What? It's not my fault if they talk too loud. What were you doing there anyway? Hovering outside another closed door, I presume. I was on my way to the campus ministry office. A total fluke. Anybody could have heard. Why were you going to the campus ministry? What time is it? Shouldn't you be in class? I wanted to work on my senior project, and as Mr. C is my advisor, and as he runs campus ministry, I had to go there. And I was surprised not to see him. We always work on my project together. Remind me again, what is your project? The Right to Life Rally. You know that. It's my whole thing. Don't you do that every year? It's necessary every year. And I needed to work on my project, you know, get some addresses, print some photos. And when I passed the teacher's lounge, I heard it. Pregnant. Idle hands, Sarah. No, it's not. It was a total coincidence, I swear. Sarah, do you know how eavesdropping got its name? Because Eve was a sinner and eavesdropping is a sin? No, no, no. Something about rainwater. I don't actually know the origin. But the point is, I know what you're up to. You're spying again. (laughs) I am not spying. These people are sinning out loud. They're proud of what they're doing. After everything that happened with Mrs. Sullivan, I thought you would know better. She did that to herself. You cost a woman her job. And you did so because you thought you heard something through a closed door. But I did hear something, and then she admitted to it. You must give adults their privacy. Why? Because it's a privilege that has been earned. That's not very satisfying. And you have opted into a social contract where you play the role of student. You are not entitled to just any conversation that happens amongst your superiors. But I'm 18. I'm an adult. That doesn't matter. But it's unfair. They're not following the rules. You believe in these people. You put your faith in humanity. That's always the wrong choice. And where is your faith? My faith is in God, but I still believe in the devil. Your faculty is a pack of liars. Is that what you came here to say? Yes. It's Miss Kish. I don't want to hear it. Excuse me? I said I don't want to hear it. It's your job to hear it. Then I reject it. Sounds like someone's opting out of their own social contract. I can't trust something you think you heard. That's not fair. Don't protect them. They have no humility. They think they're above the rules. They signed their names to a set of rules, lest you forget. Did you sign the morality clause, Father? Yes, I did. And remind me, what was your favorite part? Serious dishonesty. And have you ever been seriously dishonest, Father Ed? (sighs) That's what I thought. I will prove it to you. I will show you a sin so big that you won't be able to deny it. Hey, hey, ho, ho, Roe v. Wade has got to go. Hey, hey, ho, ho, Roe v. Wade has... Efficient but lacks passion. Hey, Sarah. I didn't know you were in here. Hey, Mr. C. 
Hope you don't mind me using your office. I'm just working on my project. <laughs> no worries. Like I told you, the space is yours anytime you need it. That's what I told Father Ed, but he gave me a whole load of trouble. He did? Trouble for what? Oh, you know, the usual boundaries and closed doors and blah, 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 blah. <laughs> I told him, though, that you're my advisor and I'm allowed to be in here anytime I want. Is that okay that I told him that? Yeah, I mean, I'll probably follow up with him just to be extra cautious, but it's okay. Jeez, everyone's so nervous around here all the time. Like Miss Collins the other day. What was that about? You always let me in the teacher's lounge. We're just crossing our T's and dotting our I's. Let me drink my Cokes in peace. <laughs> that was a good one, Mr. C. You sound just like her. She is so grouchy all the time. <sighs> Don't I know it. I just think that if everyone followed the rules, then we wouldn't have to worry about what's happening in private. See? Shut the door and nothing bad happened. Sarah, you know I need to keep the door open. Oh, come on. I'm playing all of these videos and it's going to get loud in here anyways. Let's not disturb the neighbors. Yeah, okay, fine. Oh, Mr. C, check it out. I was reorganizing your room and I found this old yearbook. <laughs> wow, my senior year. Did you find me? Sure did. You haven't changed much. Hey, check it out. Senior class treasurer. I won in a landslide. That's so cool. Oh, and you'll appreciate this. That's me performing in our live Stations of the Cross. Whoa, you played Jesus? <laughs> sure did. Were you good? <laughs> Was I good? My God! My God! Why have you forsaken me? Yeah, I was good. That's amazing. Whoa, check it out, it's your wife! Gina Dwyer. Weird without your last name. Gosh, she was so pretty. She was, wasn't she? You just did everything right. You followed all the rules and you got your reward. It's inspiring. I don't know if I did everything right. Lots of things, sure, but not everything. Um. I just really look up to you is all. I appreciate it. And in a way, I look up to you as well. Wait, hold still. You've got a hair on your shirt. Whoa, wait, wait, no, wait. It's okay, it's okay, I got it. Whoa, that's a long one. Yeah, it's Gina's. Sarah, I, uh, I have to step out for a second. I, I have to make a call. Have you seen an orange post-it around here? Uh, never mind. Oh, is everything okay? Do you remember when you took my Christian Lifestyles class last semester? And we talked about the decisions you have to make as a Catholic adult in a quickly changing world. Like, who to love and share God's grace with. I'm just having one of those moments in my life. Where the change is happening faster than I can keep up with. I see. And everything will be okay. Everything is always okay if Christ is at the center. I just need to assess some things. Totally normal adult stuff. And I'm 18. Yeah, you get it. Well, if you need any prayers, don't hesitate to ask. I pray for you every night, actually. <laughs> Thanks, Sarah. You're one of the good ones.
on this earth equal value, equal worth. Every human on this earth equal value, equal worth. Every human on this earth equal value, equal worth. What's going on in here? Oh my gosh, Miss K! I didn't hear you. Was I too loud? A little. I am so sorry. You must think I'm the worst. No, no. I just wanted to see what was going on. I'm practicing my chants. Every human on this earth equal value, equal worth. Oh, Sarah, shh. Come on, people are in class. Uh, In fact, let me shut this. Is Mr. Cianchetti not in here? He has some personal business to attend to. Oh. What are your chants for? I'm hearing some pretty cool things about equality. It's my right to life rally. All life is equal, Miss K. Yes, yes it is. You're going to love this event. Our community loves it. People make posters and t-shirts and they sell baked goods and all of the proceeds go to the big march in Washington, DC. It's really special. I love how involved you are. It's very admirable. Bloom where you're planted. What can I say? I planted myself here, and then I bloomed. Everyone else that I see thinks they can stomp in here and crap all over everything we worked so hard to build. You know what my mom says about that? What? She says it's fertilizer. (laughs) Get it? Because they crap all over everything, and I bloom anyway? (laughs) That's, That's very funny. I really hope you can come to my rally. Do you think you can? Of course. Wouldn't miss it. That means so much. You'll see how much it means to everyone, and not to mention the obvious, it's a pro-life rally. Talk about a softball. It's the easiest, most no-brainer thing you can do. Yeah, exactly. Hey, maybe this is sudden, but would you want to speak at the rally? Really? Me? Well, sure. I know you're looking for a way to get involved. And this rally is perfect for you because your favorite part of the morality clause is, well, say it. The part about abortion. That's right. You have a really good memory. Yes, I do. Sure, I'd love to speak. Oh, you would? I'm so excited now. Mm Mm-hmm. Hey, Sarah, you know, I'm new here, and maybe I don't know all the rules, but it seems like you shouldn't be in Mr. C's office if he's not here. Oh, no, it's okay. He said so. You can ask him. We have an understanding. Oh, yeah? hmm In fact, actually, no, I shouldn't say. What is it? Sometimes I feel like Mr. C and I are cut from the same cloth. It's nice to have a mentor to look up to. Yeah. I was cleaning out his desk earlier, and I found this phone number written on a post-it note. And normally, I wouldn't be so nosy, but it said call today in bold black ink, underlined in everything. So I called the number myself. I guess I was worried, like, Mr. C might be sick or something. But do you want to know what it was? It was the law offices of Taylor and Taylor. They handle divorces. Sarah, that is super inappropriate. You can't dive into Mr. C's personal life like that. I know, but I was so worried about him. Don't you get worried about the people you love? Love? I know you care about Mr. C, and I'm sure that's what you meant. No, that's not what I meant. Things are different between me and Mr. C. He's the only other person in the whole world who sees things like I do. It's incredible. 
And then I find out he's talking to a divorce lawyer. <gasps> My prayers have been answered, Miss Kay. Sarah, you just have a crush. No, I don't think so. Why else would he be my project advisor? The faculty member attached to literally all of my extracurriculars. Why does he let me hang out in his office all the time or have my senior portrait hanging up on his wall? He's looking for someone to share God's grace with. If you're making some kind of accusation against Mr. C, then I have to tell Father Ed. Wait, why? Because you're potentially describing a very inappropriate relationship. But I'm an adult. That doesn't matter. And besides, adults have to be held accountable for their mistakes. Maybe where you're from? Sure. But not an immaculate conception. Actually, no one's ever held accountable here. That's why I flipped so hard over Mrs. Sullivan. What's that supposed to mean? This isn't classified information! I wrote a letter to the diocese, and I told them that Mrs. Sullivan assisted another teacher with an abortion. I wish I knew which teacher, though. Can't hear everything through these walls. You got Mrs. Sullivan fired? She broke the rules, Miss Kay, and her social contract. That wasn't for you to hear. Who cares who's supposed to hear things? What matters is I heard it. And if we're going to judge this community by its weakest members, well then maybe the weak members shouldn't be here. That's a terrible way to think. Community, that's why you're here. If you want to be a part of something, don't you want it to be the very best? Of course. That's why we have to help the people who have made mistakes or sinned. We shouldn't remove them. So then you're just a part of something where people can do and believe whatever they want? That's not a community. That's chaos. Besides... Getting pregnant out of wedlock? That's a big sin. What did you say? That teacher that Mrs. Sullivan helped? She wasn't married. Sarah, I have to find Father Ed. Okay, but I'm telling you, Mr. C won't get in trouble. And neither will I. We'll see. Miss Kay? Keep the door open. You have been listening to Sarah Someone, starring Aaron Austin as Sarah, Robert Arts as Father Ed, Huntington Daly as Brian, Tanya Lane as Colleen, and Kimberly Alexander as Hillary. Sarah Someone was written by Katie Markovich, directed by Tony Werner, and edited and produced by Amy Carver. Album artwork was created by Jessica Lung. This production was safely recorded during quarantine. Thank you for listening.